Go ahead. Hey everyone. <laughs> I just, all right. It's okay. All right. That's let, why you let, keep let me let me uh, let me try this again. Uh, you Welcome know back to what? Oh, it's going to disturb everyone. <laughs> you know what I did? All right, let, let me do this. Let me I do wrote this. it down. I wrote it down. It was a lot easier that way. All right, I'm I'm a wing it. I got this. All right, welcome back to Bench Mop Scrubs. Last week, we talked about the NBA just kicking off right before the holiday season. Now we get a chance to really dive in deep about the NFL season. We've had a lot of fun thus far. Obeyed has destroyed me in the fantasy league each of the last four years. So I'm really hoping that he's going to bring some insight here that I I don't even have. Uh, We also got Danielle. Um, it looks like he's camped out in his basement with a giant, giant projector screen behind him. We're going to be watching a movie down there next week. Uh, and Yusuf just spent 16 hours praying for the Bears. So we're, we got a lot of great content today. Um, I really want to start off talking about the playoff picture. I know we got a different format this year. It looks like each division is going to have, or each conference is going to have one more team. Uh, so, Obey, do you want to give us a quick rundown of how this season is going to be different than last season? Um, well, obviously, we're going to have an extra wildcard team now. I assume a lot of teams in the past that didn't make the playoffs are going to be a bit sour about this, but I think it's a great start. I think it's something that should have happened a, a long, long time ago. Uh, you know, having that one team having the buy is going to be an extra incentive for all the teams to work a lot harder and, uh, play with, I guess, more grit to get to that point. Uh, It's going to add an intriguing dynamic, having an extra team, having an extra game in the playoffs. And I think that's going to really help, number one, that viewership. It's going to help the NFL. And uh, it's just going to be more, way more exciting for the playoffs because you always, you have that extra team. And with the NBA, with the NFL, how it's different than every other league is it's one game. That's all. Anything can happen in one game. Winner go home. Exactly. Exactly. So there might be at some point in the next few years where a seven seed might win the Super Bowl. Who knows? And that's going to be absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be wild. I'm, I'm really excited to see what's going to happen. And so, Yusuf, I know you've been making dua for the Bears. Let's kick it off there because I know Danielle's been wanting to talk about Chicago sports all week. So let's kick it off with the Bears. Yeah, you know, I think um, when you alluded to the fact that this season is a lot different from last year, uh, especially having that one extra playoff spot. Uh, me and Danielle, uh, being Chicago Bears fans, are pretty thankful for that format change because it gives an opportunity for the Chicago Bears team to actually sneak into the playoffs. Um, this season for the Chicago Bears has been wild, man. Uh, I, I almost think it was three seasons in one. Because you had the Bears start off five and one, and then they lost like six straight, and now they're back. Uh, it seems like they're clicking on all, all cylinders. Their defense is struggling now, but you know Mitchell Trubisky uh, seems to have found his groove. Uh, and ultimately, with the NFL, it comes down to who has uh, more of that drive, more of that consistency towards the end of the season, uh, which makes me a little bit more hopeful for my Chicago Bears. And just to confirm, you picked Mitch to be MVP last year, right? Bro, <laughs> pretty sure that that's exactly what happened. That, that's that is exactly not what, what happened. happened. 
Uh, I was a Nick Foles guy. And for the record, he he said that Mitch Trubisky is better than both Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. This is we is have screenshots a, we no, can share. Dude. So I'm just letting you guys fake know. Fake news, how, fraud. Uh, We're no, gonna be news. posting the account. Recount. Stop the Instagram account. Recount. <laughs> <laughs> this is not true. But you you actually brought up a lot of great points. Um, I, I do agree with you. With the Bears, it was a lot of ups and downs. When Mitch got benched at the beginning of the season, Foles took over. And they had, I think it was the big game down in uh, New Orleans that, that that they beat the Saints. Am I remembering that correctly? No, it, was, it was the Falcons. Falcons. The Falcons. The Falcons. Yeah, That's the Falcons. what I was thinking about. And they had a big win there. And I really thought Foles was going to carry the team with some great leadership. Uh, but then he got hurt. Mitch is back. And... To be honest, the last game he played played very well. Yeah, uh, Danielle, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Or yo yo. Yeah, can, well, can... <laughs> well, I just want to I just want to also say, you know, uh, I'll be honest, man. Um, when the Bears were five and one, there was a little bit of skepticism, uh, especially in Chicago, where it was like, well, are the Chicago Bears really that good? And they kind of exposed themselves in the following six games, right? Everyone in Chicago knew. Uh, where their weaknesses were, uh, where the holes were in their offense. Um, but I, I'll be honest, these last two games have brought a little bit of optimism back into this season. Uh, I went from a guy who just kind of wanted, you know, them to pretty much lose so that we would have a new front office, a uh, new coach to, hey, you know what? Wait a minute. Let's give these guys a shot and see where they can take us. I don't know, Daniel. What do you think? I, I, I just yeah, want to yeah. chime in real quick. I remember when they were 5-1, and one, Maybe they were five and two, and they played the Rams. Can you remind me what you told Osman, our number one Rams fan, leading up to that game, Yusuf? I I don't recall. Oh, okay. I don't. We'll, we'll we'll just leave it <laughs> leave it at that. Go ahead, Daniel. <laughs> Being a Bears fan, it's a uh, it's a roller coaster, uh, as Yusuf can attest to. Uh, every game is heartbreaking, or you know, you're always on the edge of your seat. Um, and it's been a tough year for us Bears fans. Um, you know, like Yusuf mentioned, we started off so great. Uh, you know, we were thinking like, you know, our offense is going to get better. If anything, you know, we were struggling and we were hoping to kind of get better and go deep in the playoffs. And, the, you know, last couple of games hmm. kind of, you know, has brought our Bears fans, you know, back to, you know, where we're like, hey, we can maybe hit the playoffs again. But it's also like that tease where we don't get too bad, where we kind of fall <laughs> off, but we're always there. Like, yeah, well, let, no, no, we're Bears fans that we can, I think we can go deep in the playoffs. And that's just the mentality all Bears fans have. I know Bate hates that mentality uh, about the Chicago Bears fans, but that's just what we've had. Um, I've been impressed with Trubisky actually uh, in the past couple of games. Um, and, uh, you know, me and Yusuf disagreed about this uh, when the season kicked off about, you know, who should start. And uh, Yusuf uh, really wanted, um, you know, Nick Foles to start. And I thought, you know, let's give Trubisky another try and see how he does. Um, and, you know, initially uh, it looked like, you know, maybe Foles when he came into the Falcons game that, you know, he was going to be a savior for the Bears team, for the offense, and kind of catapult us to, you know, a deep run in the playoffs. But, you know, I, I was just looking at the stats. He actually, if you, you know, just kind of compare the stats between Trubisky and Foles, they've both played seven games. Um and uh, just reading the stats, Trubisky, 1,500 yards, 14 touchdowns, six interceptions, 94.8 rating. Bears are 5-2 and two in those games that he started. Foles, 1,800, 10 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Bears are 2-5 and five in those games. I agree that the teams that Foles played were tougher, but 
you know, there's one game that we can kind of see the difference between Foles and Trubisky. They both played the Vikings within, you know, a four-game span. Uh, Foles led his team to score only 13 points, while Trubisky led his team to score 33 points. But so, I think a huge, would, huge part of that was David Montgomery, bro. I agree, but it's also, <laughs> I mean, that's also Trubisky. It's, it's a both. I, I think it's a, it's, it's both sides, right? I mean, you can't have Trubisky succeed without Montgomery, but you also can't have Montgomery succeed without Trubisky, in my opinion. Yeah, but well, I, I, I think can I, I chime in real, real quick, quick. I just think. Go ahead, Yusuf. I just think one thing is, um, especially for like Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles, you got to establish a run game for them to get comfortable in the pocket and be able to find guys that are open. Nick Foles, uh, when he was playing, man, we did not have a run game. It was just completely atrocious. David Montgomery was actually out a game or two, so we had Cordero Patterson being our running back. That's really not a fair assessment for Nick Foles, to be honest. I mean, he he did make mistakes and stuff. I'm not trying to take anything away from that. But, you know, we have to kind of make sure that we're looking at things uh, from a fair point of view. Um, so who, David who do you Montgomery, think he's had a better season this year? Who would you stick with? Would you stick with Trubisky I mean, I'd, st- or I'd stick in? with the hot hand. I'd stick with the okay. hot hand, Mitchell Trubisky. And I, I don't know if there's still that big of a difference between those two. You know what I mean? Um, I just I feel like if Nick either. Foles had a running game that Mitchell Trubisky has the privilege of having right now, things would be a little bit different. You know what I mean? Um, here's here's the thing, Yusuf. I I am a biased, I'm unbiased third party. All right. I don't care about the Chicago Bears. I only do because you guys do. Let me tell you from my fair assessment what I've seen. There was nobody that talked more crap about Trubisky than me. But for this team, the, okay, Nick Foles is a better quarterback overall. That is not a question. But for this team, Mitch Trubisky should be their quarterback. I'll tell you a couple of reasons offensive line. You're saying the Bears need to have the crappier quarterback on the field. I'm, the, <laughs> only, the only reason why he works well with them is because when he is on, they rush for more yardage because he brings the element of having mobility where Nick Foles does not have that. So the defense has to respect the rushing ability of the quarterback. We know Nick Foles doesn't have that rushing ability. And even so Mitt Trubisky as he's not, he doesn't make better decisions than Nick Foles. He is not the better. He's not the more accurate quarterback, but it gives him more options because you have a running game, you know, method to this because with with uh with Foles you don't have that now because and that helps open up the passing game as well you don't have to be as accurate when the receiver is wide open when you can play 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 action when you give your coaching more opportunity it gives the offensive line more of an opportunity which is why when Nick Foles was there he was the I think second or third highest rated I guess quarterback that was sacked in the NFL Trubisky is not sacked at a higher rate I would take you know, I would take losing a couple yards over getting sacked at least so many times to get it. It affects the quarterback psyche. It affects the offensive line psyche and it, and it diminishes trust between the players, especially the wide receivers and the quarterback. So for this team, Trubisky should be the quarterback going forward. And even next year, I would be very surprised next year that Foles is on this team again. I would be very surprised. I think Mitchell Trubisky should be resigned. You know why? Because I, I don't think I don't think there's anybody anybody right now that's better than him. 
that can help this team. Unless somehow Matt Ryan or Matt Stafford decide to join free agency or, or get traded, sure. But for this team, Trubisky is the best option. And no rookie is going to come in and be magical, especially with the quarterback class. You, you know, you have Justin Fields, you have Trevor Lawrence. They're going one and two. You're not, you, Chicago's not going to have those picks. So they're going to have to stick with him, write him out, whatever. Now, if he's going to demand Patrick Mahomes money, get out of here. Get out. But, you know, hopefully, I think hopefully, hopefully at that point. But the half a billion dollars. <laughs> I just feel like. Just because that's the option doesn't mean it's the best option, right? Like for, the Bears are in this position willingly. Mitchell Trubisky is probably their best option going forward right now. But I mean, like you said, if a Matt Ryan is available or a Dak Prescott is available, man, I wouldn't hesitate for a second to draft. I mean, to pick those guys up because, you know, I, I think a lot of the times and I'm guilty of this, too we get caught up in short-term memory and what have you done for me lately, right? So Mitchell Trubisky's had these two good games. but Against really bad teams, by the exactly. way. Exactly. terrible what defenses. Saying. That's what I'm saying. Just keep in mind that. Right, guys. right. And, and we forget about what this season started off like, you know. I mean, he got hot in the fourth quarters of a couple of games, but that Atlanta game was atrocious. Our measuring stick will be what he does against the Green Bay Packers in that final game of the season. That, to me, will show me what Mitchell Trubisky is about, and that will answer a lot of questions that's, going that's into next a, year, man. I disagree. That's yeah, not I a fair assessment. So. That's not Why? a fair assessment. Why? No, that's no, the team you're going to have to beat to get good. Just because, just because you're playing play a division rival? You, they lost to the Lions. They lost to the, they lost to the Vikings. No, they lost to, they've already lost to every single division I know, opponent. But that, so it doesn't, no, but that's it, what I'm saying. I'm saying that's your measuring stick, though. When you're saying Mitchell Trubisky is a decent quarterback or a good quarterback, well, let's see what he does against the Packers. That'll well, tell me. Well, I'm sorry to say, Patrick. Uh, sorry, Pack Packers have a terrible defense. They're not going to do much. If anything, the it, the measuring stick for the Chicago Bears against the Packers is how well their defense plays because Aaron Rodgers shred them apart last game. He absolutely annihilated them. Yeah. That has nothing to do with Mitchell Trubisky. He can he can throw a touchdown every play, and they're still not. They're still probably going to lose because how how efficient Aaron Rodgers is going to be. That's that's the difference. I don't think that's a fair assessment because you know. Okay, here's I'm, the thing. I'm talking about. Bears, I'm, I'm talking about the Chicago Bears in general, sure. like them Bears beating have, the Bears. It, I mean, the what's Packers. their record, guys? What's their record? Seven and seven. Okay, out of out of the seven losses that they've had, two losses. I mean, sorry, five of the seven losses have been under with one possession, so within under eight points, which is a pretty good deal. They could be theoretically if. A ball bounced correctly or incorrectly for the other team, they could be eleven and two, or they could. You're talking about the Bears. Two. Yeah, five of their seven losses have been under eight points, one possession. That's what it is. Two, the two losses that they've got blown out were against the Packers and against the Rams, both on the road, both against probably Super Bowl contending teams. So again, from a third party perspective, I give them credit. And and again with but, the Mitch Trubisky versus the Foles debate, Foles played a lot more difficult teams. Now, could Mitch Trubisky have come in and beat you know the Lions, or if if they played the you know the Colts at home? The I know they lost to the Saints in overtime. Could they have won that game? Sure. Could they have beaten the Titans? Maybe. Could they have beaten the Vikings in the first game at home? Sure. A lot of things are if ends or buts, but you know. It's it's a holistic thing. I I don't think you can just throw it on the quarterback. The, there's the coaching. The coaching is a problem for sure. It's gotten a lot better from what I can say. From what I can see, it's gotten a lot better. 
But coaching but, is still an issue. Uh, the running game is an issue. A, the, off- the offensive a couple of quick line things is an issue. I hand it over to Yusuf. Can, can I chime in a couple of quick things? Yeah. But I think you guys have brought up a lot of great points. I think when Mitch is in the lineup, the coaching actually has more of a dedication to the run. Uh, I know Montgomery was out for a while, but every time I've seen Mitch play, I would say the 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 snap count between you know passing and running is closer to fifty fifty. When Foles were playing, you know it, it was a lot more pass heavy, and and obviously that's due to injuries, that's due to personnel, things like that. I know we did hear about did hear from Obey the like you said the unbiased third party that the Bears should go ahead with Mitchell Trubisky going into next year. Um, I, I would love to hear your feedback on that. Yusuf, I just want to clarify, you know, if, if Mitch comes out week 17 wins against the Packers, are you extending him next year? Or are you trying to get a Dak Prescott or somebody else in the offseason? I'm trying to get a Dak Prescott in the offseason because that's what I was trying to say is the final game with the Bears and the Packers, the Packers might really not have much to play for, you know, uh, if they've already got their first seed set which kind of helps. And, you know, we'll talk about this later because the bears play the Jaguars and I think the bears will beat them. And then if the Packers really don't play to their, you know, highest potential, I mean, you're talking about the bears, maybe going nine and seven and sneaking into the playoffs, but ultimately, you know, at the end of the day, I think, you know, we've seen Mitch, he's, he's a good quarterback uh, at times. He's just inconsistent at times. Um, I rather, you know, with the frustrations, uh, at the quarterback position as a Chicago Bears fan that we've seen for years with Jay Cutler probably being the best quarterback that we've seen, at least in my lifetime. Uh, if if a Dak Prescott, Matt Ryan is available, man, I do not hesitate to get them. See, I, All I got to say to say about that is what about have, Sexy Rexy? He took us to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have the money to get him also, I think. See, see, one thing is the Bears are you find that money then, yeah, notoriously pretty cheap with it when it comes to those things. I don't think they will pay. Plus, honestly, if I was that Prescott, I wouldn't want to come to the Bears. Who am I going to throw to? I don't think he's coming. Robinson, which who's a good, great wide receiver, sure, but Darnell Mooney, Cordell Patterson versus uh, CD Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz. Is okay, Obeyed, where, how are the uh, Cowboys, how have they been with that talent for the last couple of years? That, that's not the point. No, it the is. Point it is, is because no, why would no, Dak, no, why no, would, no, no, why no. would, hold on, why would Dak Prescott want to stay in a Dallas Cowboys franchise that has just not produced for the last couple of years versus try to go to a team that actually has an established defense and can actually maybe be able to give him the pieces and surround him mm-hmm. around talent that can get him to the postseason. I mean, you know, like a fresh start type thing. Okay. Because the Cowboys are just... Number one, the weather. Number one, I'm playing... Number two, I'm playing Aaron Rodgers twice a year. Don't don't want that. Number three, uh, being in the NFC East, I'm in the weakest division in football, so I have a better likelihood of winning the division. If Dak Prescott was not injured, they would be probably... I'm not going to say probably. They would have a better chance of winning the division than they do right now with Andy Dalton. That's all I'm saying. And there has been a lot of changes within the Cowboys, even during the year. And I think they're getting better. If they had Dak Prescott, they probably they would be winning the division. I can confidently say that. Not and how that, far did they that, go in the playoffs? What's that? What do you mean? How far would they go in the playoffs if they made the postseason? I mean, with uh, when you talk about playoffs with Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, there probably not that far. But nonetheless, yeah. but even even against the, even on the Chicago Bears, he wouldn't go that far. 
You have, see, you see, it's a false equivalency when you're, what you're saying that the talent level on that offense has enabled that Dak Prescott to be a top 10 quarterback in the league, right? With that talent, with those stats, he, no matter how bad his team's been doing, he's been doing dynamite. Him being that good on the Cowboys has earned him the right to be a basically almost getting 40, 35 to $40 million a year. You're not going to have that on the Chicago Bears. What talent do you have you on the Bears? Can't afford that. There, there, there is uh, the 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 Cowboys' third wide receiver is probably on the same level as the best wide receiver on the Bears. I think Robinson's right? better than CD Lamb or Gallup. I don't know. Oh, you're dropping some. Good. You're dropping some interesting but, items, Obey. But I mean, I'll, I'll I'm wondering if Allen Robinson stays if they find out, you know, that Dak Prescott. If, if I'm Allen Robinson, I'm not staying. Because, uh, okay, think about this. Think about, uh, look at one player in the NFL right now, Stefan Diggs. Look, look at his career. He was a great receiver for the Vikings when Case Keenum was there. Kirk Cousins comes in, wins all, gets all that money. The uh, Totally undeserving, by the way, but gets all that money. His stats go for crap. He's not doing great. He goes to the Buffalo Bills, right? A rejuvenated franchise, a great top 10 quarterback with a phenomenal arm. And look at him now. He's the only he's the only 100 catch receiver in the NFL. And you, Yusuf, you have him on your fantasy team. He does great for you. Oh every yeah, I know, week. and <laughs> that's why I drafted him. Stefan Diggs go. is the man, bro. So, so think about it from that standpoint. But think about think a Dak Prescott Allen Robinson combo, bro. Right. And you can't it? pay both, though. I think that's I think that's well, what well, you're no, struggling to understand. Bears, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, <laughs> like can't. we're we're diagnosing the problem with the Chicago Bears, but we are not offering see solutions. see that is, is not the solution moving forward. I'm talking I'm talking about a consistently good team that can make the playoffs year in and year out. The Bears have gone to the playoffs like twice since 2006. Oh, so a consistently good playoff team like the Chicago Bears. That's where that's where he should go. Dak no, Prescott? no, I'm talking. About, I'm saying that I'm trying to get the to Chicago get the Bears, Bears there. to be a consistently good football team that consistently goes to the postseason. Mitchell Trubisky is not the answer for that. Unfortunately, he's a I'm good not guy. Say, but I, I no, have but, that. But I'm still not that's saying, what I'm saying he's the answer. But I'm saying, I'm saying you're diagnosing you, the problem and you're not offering a solution. That's what your I'm expectations saying. versus reality is ever. very, Hold is up. very blurred. Donnell is raising his hand <laughs> for the love of God. Yeah, Can we, we let the man go. speak? <laughs> go ahead, Daniel. I mean, Yusuf, I agree with you. You know, the last 10 years or so, even more, have been atrocious for the Bears. And I think the biggest reason is the management, right? I think it's just a repeat process, right? We got, uh, we have uh, what's our called Ryan Pace, uh, who's been terrible with, you know, the picks. Um, and the trades that he's made as well as, you know, the, you know, the quarterbacks he's brought in as well as with this Trubisky pick. And then obviously the second um, after that is Nagy, in my opinion, I feel like Nagy's a great guy. Good, you know, for the media, I think he's a great culture setter, but I don't think he's a good coach. Um, and he's terrible when it comes down to, you know, uh, games um, that are, you know, within the, uh, within a reach, like Obeid mentioned, we had eight games that we were right there. And I think, if we had a different coach uh, that was better, I think we would have won one or two of those games. Um, just his play calling at the end of the games, I think is atrocious. You know, run throwing the ball third down when there's like two minutes left instead of running it. Uh, these are terrible calls that, you know, he's like, he tells himself. Those are like, Madden you, plays. Let's be yeah, real. Those, <laughs> I, 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 tr- I agree, Ibrahim. I feel like Nagy is the type of coach that's playing Madden. Like, <laughs> he does not care about run. Oh, I run. I, my team just ran a 10-yard run. You know, let's go ahead and throw it. That's too boring. 
uh, I think that's how he plays football. I think he does really crazy plays which don't work, but he keeps trying them. Uh, it's really atrocious. So I feel like for the Bears to succeed, uh, it's not going to happen right away. It's a lot. It's going to be you know a two to three or two to five year plan. I think what they need to do is fix the management. Two to I five years. Can... No, but see, this yeah, is the, you're not looking into problem, it right Daniel. now. You have a solid defense that's getting older. Like that, they don't have time to rebuild. That's what I'm saying is the Bears are, I, I get the money issue, right? But I'm, all yeah. I'm saying is the Bears are in a better position to win with like a guy like Dak, Dak Prescott or a Matt Ryan over Mitchell Trubisky. That's all I'm saying. You got Montgomery who's an established running back. You know what I mean? So this is not the time to necessarily rebuild if I'm not if saying you can help it, if that see, makes sense. Matt Ryan is a better quarterback than, than Mitchell Trubisky, of course. I agree. Any, I agree. Any, yeah, any, that's what but, I'm saying. But, so if but, they're but, available. But, 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 one question. How is that going to get Daniel, any better? you have to raise your hand if, again if, if you want to speak. Yeah. How is <laughs> that going to get? How is that going to make any difference if there's no offensive line? It's Daniel. <laughs> what, what you're saying, Danielle, is the same thing I'm trying to say, but in a different way. You're saying the coach is. I'm saying it's everything. It's a little bit of everything. You cannot put yeah. an emphasis if you bring in Matt Stafford or Matt Ryan with a Matt Matt Nagy as a coach. I don't think there's going to be that significant of a difference. I'm not saying that. It's not going to be any difference, but I I'm agree. Not, even if you bring in Dak Prescott, but the defense is getting older, you're not having any playmakers. And what Dak Prescott are we getting? Dude's ankle is almost ripped off. Also, that's okay. I trust him to come back to you know how he was. But and plus, if I'm the I Dak thought, Prescott thing, uh, okay, I think ultimately okay. the thing is if there's a quarterback like him, like Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford, any of those guys that is available, I wouldn't shy if I was Bears management to sign him. You know, because you don't want to get stuck with Mitchell Trubisky again, and then you know he doesn't produce or he struggles again, and then this whole cycle continues, and then we waste this Chicago Bears defense that we had. That, I agree with I'm you, Yusuf. Yeah. No, no, I agree with you, but I think it's just not realistic. Right, 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 right. Lack of I mean, cap yeah. space. So I'm living in the realistic world over I'm here. I'm living in to... unrealistic goals. <laughs> let, let me recap this goals. And, and make sure I understand. Can I say this? one thing? But... <laughs> yeah. Wait, let me recap this and just let me know if I'm wrong. So Obeid is telling me that next year Mitchell Trubisky is going to be the starting quarterback, and for what we have available, that's the best option. Yusuf is saying the Bears have to go and find money somehow to go get a better quarterback because with our defense, we have a short window. Mm-hmm. Where I, I do agree with him. I think we have a championship defense, and you that window is only open for so long. Um, the back half of this year is is I feel like the defense just stopped caring. But when yeah. in the beginning of the year they, they were dominating, and then Danielle, it sounds like you want to get rid of the GM, the coach, the quarterback. <laughs> I didn't say the quarterback. Wait a second. Years. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I never said the quarterback. I I agree with Obeid. I say bring Trubisky back. Uh, I say you draft a quarterback in the third, fourth round, and you kind of groom him. And I say you prioritize the offensive line. I think those are the steps that you take uh, in coming next year. I think that's going to catapult us in the next coming years because I agree with, uh, I, and I don't, I disagree with Ibrahim when you said that the defense is, uh, you know, championship defense. We're not even top ten anymore. So I disagree with that. Well, that's um, that's the last couple games, but I still think we have the talent and. Uh... <laughs> Well, they're not living up to the talent. Mac is, I mean, I, I think he's great, but is he the top two rusher in the NFL? I don't know. Is Quinn worth the money that we paid him? I No. Uh, who else is bro, on there? Bro, Rockwell bro, Smith bro. is there. Trevathan uh, is not good. Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Hold up, hold up. This is not a fair assessment either because in the beginning No one's of the been year, injured. No, 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 no. Hicks no. is there. No, no, but I'm saying like 
look, there, there's wear and tear throughout the season, right? The amount okay. of time the Chicago Bears defense has had to have been on the field because their offense has been three and out multiple, multiple times. The Bears defense has honestly probably played an extra game or two compared to other defenses in the league. So that's just fatigue. They're they still a lot of snaps, yeah. really good. They're still really, they're really good. good, but they're, they're not, not top tired, dude. five, they're seven. Not, they're, they're, you, no, they are, really they, good. you don't think they were top five in the, fr- in the beginning agree. of the season? They might have been, but they're not playing like it now. I mean, they're definitely not no, playing like it. No, because they're fatigued. Help me out, Ibrahim. Come on. Danielle, Bro, I, no, I, no. I agree I, with Yusuf. They're good <laughs> until they play Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. or any good quarterback in the NFC. They're good until then, all right? Then give, them, give them some credit, all right? It's ridiculous. No, no, I disagree with you. Yeah, the Bears so, almost to be a championship this year. To be a championship yeah, team, I feel like you need to be a top five defense, and they're not top five. Can, can I point moment. something out? And Look moment. at all they, almost beat, they almost beat the Saints, but and Peyton Manning almost has four Super Bowls. So we're all very uh, close to getting there, guys. Want, you know? so. <laughs> Yo, I, I do got to say this. A lot of the, the game has shifted, right? The game has changed a lot since we were kids. Um, you used to need like a, a top five defense to get you there. Uh, nowadays, it's a passing game, right? You can't, you can't hand check people. You can't do a lot of things that you used to do. But I think with a, you know a top ten, even top twelve defense, if you have a competent like quarterback and you're dedicated to the run game, I think you got enough to make some noise in the playoffs. Now you might not beat a Aaron Rodgers, you you might not beat a Patrick Mahomes, but sometimes you just need the ball to bounce your way, right? Nick Foles, he won a Super Bowl what two three years ago, yeah, and he was going against guys much better than him, and it was just the luck of the draw. It's like Obaid said. It's one game, win or go home, and anything can happen in the playoffs. The big key here is how do you actually get to the playoffs as the Bears when we're, we haven't been a playoff-bound team for most of the last decade? Exactly. One last thing I'd like to bring up before we can hopefully conclude this topic is I know Yusuf is really wanting to get a new quarterback this year, but let me. There, there's <laughs> nine available free agents next year. Let me tell you the nine in no specific order, okay? You got Dak Prescott. You got Phillip Rivers. Mitch Trubisky, Jameis Winston, famous Jameis, Mr. Crab Legs, uh, Cam Newton, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jacoby Brissett, Tyrod Taylor, and Mr. Ginger himself, Andy Dalton. So who of those is worth having on the Bears except Dak Prescott? Fitzmagic. You would want Yo, a 38, 38-39-year-old like quarterback. is one I would agree. Hey man, he's 38, 39 Listen, years you're, old. You're not, you're not thinking. Tom Brady is like 87. Yeah. <laughs> And come on, guys, dude, come on! Look at what he did with Miami. He, hey, he's a, he's a good. I know. He's a, I he's love. A, he's a I solid. Love, listen, I listen, love Fitz Magic. Right. And at you're the not going to get Fitz Magic for 19 games. What? You're not getting Fitz Magic for 19 games. That's fine. You have Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> to like, so break you're up. signing both. I, I mean, all I'm saying is, are you, you're going to want aside from honestly on that list, Dak Prescott is the only. Is the one that is better than Trubisky. I don't even like Philip Rivers yes. anymore. Philip Rivers on this yeah, team, he's... they would probably win four games. They would have four wins because, and that, and that's not a a, a gripe at, at at Rivers. Absolutely no. He has zero mobility at this age. Mm-hmm. He is not built for today's game. That's yeah. the thing. Trubisky is built. No matter whether we like it or not, he's built for today's NFL. He's mobile. That's it. He yes, has Daniel. all the physical tools for sure. And Danielle, thank you for raising your hand. Yeah. Go ahead. 
<laughs> I want to make one point. I think Yusuf, I agree. I think Fitzpatrick would be good. But I think one thing we don't uh, take away as Bears fan is I think Trubisky, the one reason he looks so bad is because of the offensive line. Um, I was reading a stat. They said that the Bears are tied for the third least amount of pocket time, giving only 2.3 seconds. I think that is one of the main reasons why the Bears struggle and their passing game struggles. So, I mean, like Obeid had mentioned, if you bring in these guys beside Prescott, they might be a little bit better. But is it worth giving that money? And just keeping Trubisky for next year and kind of building and grooming a quarterback that you get from the draft. And I think uh, Nagy's kind of hurt uh, Trubisky's confidence, which is why I feel like, and he hasn't played to his strengths, uh, you know, kind of having him just stay in the pocket and not rolling out until the past couple of games. So what I say is, you know, let's move forward from Nagy and Pace, bring in a coach that is actually a offensive girl because they, we were told that you know Nagy's an offensive girl but the bears have struggled they've been in the bottom tier for the past couple of years in offensive stats so i oh, say definitely. let's you know let's keep trubisky i agree that you know one time he looks good one day he doesn't but right now we're not making the uh, super bowl in the next couple of years anyway unless we kind of have our good offensive line i think that's what we need to prioritize as a bears organization moving forward because so, a good offensive line can make a good a relatively capable quarterback look really good so danielle i know we're wrapping up this topic but real quick you didn't talk about a qb talked about a head coach who do you want to come in to replace Nagy? that's a good question i don't really have anyone and i haven't researched anything uh yet but i mean i want someone that's yeah, who says that? Obey's like, who says that? <laughs> Wait, I can't hear. I haven't researched Obed. my. I said I haven't researched my coaches, so I don't bring know. Bring back Lovey, you know. Bring back Lucky. Yeah, uh, Lovey. I'm not getting into this. I'm not getting into this. We need a young. We need a young offensive guy. You know, Nagy was supposed to be that guy, but he has struggled. His play calling has been atrocious, in my opinion. Uh, and we need someone young um, that can come in and be good with the quarterback. And I think. Trubisky, if he has the right quarterback, uh, the coach around him, I think he'll be average, which is okay with the great defense to succeed, in my opinion. Hey, He's got degrees, but, right? But what, what, yeah. what one, what one thing is, hey, we got a kicker now, so that's good. That's I true. Know. Oh that's my god! <laughs> Only if we had him in 2018. <laughs> no man. Can, can I just heck? make a note real quick? Obeyed said "we" when referencing the Bears. I yeah, think we will. Oh, 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 I'm not rooting for them. Stop it! Don't put words in my mouth. That's what she said. All right. So Yusuf, I'll let you. You didn't get a chance to wrap up the Bears conversation. What are your final thoughts before we move on to the next topic? Um. I agree with Danielle that, you know, the coaching has been one of the bigger problems, especially the play calling uh, with Matt Nagy. And I don't know if it was stubbornness or what, but, you know, keeping Mitchell Trubisky in the pocket, I think, was not the move, especially because he's so mobile. Like Ubaid was saying, you know, he rolls out and that's kind of where he meets most of his success. And now I think finally they're kind of catering to what he does. So. That to me makes me a little bit optimistic, but very cautiously optimistic because I am a Chicago Bears fan at the end of the day. Um, but ultimately, after this season is uh, done, I do think you know management needs to change, um, coaching needs to change, and then the only difference that me and Danielle probably have is I don't think Mitchell Trubisky is the guy moving forward. You have an aging defense, and if there's a veteran quarterback available in the offseason, uh, you try to pick him up. And try to get some receivers too. You're saying throw all your chips in, go hard into next season, and see what happens. Exactly. So are you saying trade your draft picks as well for that? Mortgage the future. I mean, how many draft picks do we even have left? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, so so, you know, just 
go go big or go home, right? Alrighty. Also, I want to say one go, thing before we close. <laughs> I, I, I cut you off, bro. No more. <laughs> Maggie hasn't go been ahead. calling the play calls the last yeah, yeah. five games. I think that has also been an impact on the Bears and the offensive uh, uh, success that we've had in the past couple of games. So that's more of a reason why we need to let Nagy go, in my opinion. That's a great point. That's a great point. So I, I think let's let's wrap up the conversation about the Bears. Thanks for listening, guys. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Benchmob Scrubs podcast, where we're going to discuss the NFL, its landscape, our predictions, and who we think is going to win the MVP. Thank you. Catch you guys later.